Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. The Quilted Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The program is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Morena. Um, great to have you all here with us this morning on the Quilted Bananas radio show on Access Radio. Um, so with you this morning on our regular show is me, Karen, um, and doing our tech is um, Debbie. So uh, good morning, Debbie. Morena. Um, so thank you for joining us this morning. Um, I know we might have some people listening while they're in uh, isolation. It's funny old times still at the moment. So I hope that we're... Um, bit of uh, company for you this morning if you are um, having to isolate or if you're not well at the moment. Um, We have got a a packed show. Um, We have two interviews for you this morning um, and they're both pre-recorded interviews um, because the people that we were interviewing um, weren't able to be available for a live interview but that doesn't matter. They're still awesome interviews Um, and so we'll be playing out those for you this morning and we'll talk a bit more about those before before each interview. Um, I think we're going to start off the show with a track from the... Oh, you've chosen this track, Debbie. Do you want to say anything about it? Yeah, so it's Top Twins, and I've picked um, Throw Down Your Guns. So nice, thank you. Yeah, so... Throw down your guns
thanks for that choice to um, start the show there, Debbie. Oh, they've got such beautiful harmony. I just, yeah. They do, for sure. That's, um, that was lovely. Um, so welcome to all of our listeners this morning. You're listening to The Quilted Bananas on Access Radio 106.1 FM. Um, now, this morning's show, uh, well, I hadn't started out with a theme, but as um, my uh, planning has gone on, I've ended up with well, a theme for this morning's show, what I'm calling Queer Innovation. So we've got two um, interviews with you this morning with uh, people who are setting up some um, pretty exciting queer projects, uh, one in Wellington and one down on the South Island. Um, but some uh, really fun stuff going on. Uh, and so, yeah, I'd kick back and enjoy um, this next interview with um, uh, with... Uh, Scout. Now, Scout is um, setting up a, a queer works, shared workspace in Wellington. Um, and so uh, I'll play the interview, let you hear more about it. And as we're um, going through the interview, we'll also post some um, updates on our Facebook page of, of uh, all the people that we're speaking to this morning. So um, sit back and enjoy our interview with Scout. Thank you for being. I'm here this morning with Scout from Secret Secret Club. So, um, good morning. Well, I know it's not morning because we are doing a pre-record, but um, it's well, great. Good morning to, to you too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thanks for joining us today. And um, I saw. Uh, basically, I reached out to you because I saw a post that you'd made on um, Facebook about some yeah. an exciting project that you've got underway in Wellington, and I was quite intrigued to hear more about it. So. Um, I know that we're going to have a chat about that. And I also found out since that you've got your own podcast. So um, we'll also hear a little bit more about that. I'm a bit of a podcast geek. So it's always great to hear about, <laughs> about another podcast. So thank you for your time with us today. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you for the invite. I really appreciate this. It's just nice no hearing, um, getting getting information out in the city and just showing more of what's actually happening here. Because <laughs> you know? it's quite some interesting developments for a show for Wellington. <laughs> Yeah, totally. So tell us straight. So first of all, um, I've just asked you if you know your, yeah. the, the, your group, your, your whatever you call it, has got a name, and you've said, well, it's going by the name at the moment of the Secret Secret Club. So t- just tell us more about that. Yeah, Secret Secret Club came. The, the name itself came upon when I was living in Palmerston North, and my husband at the time was going to the Freemasons um, group. And so um, he would go off. He's like, oh, I'm just going to Secret Secret Club. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, that's intriguing. Um, And he would never divulge any information of what happens in there. Of course, what stays in there stays in there. Um, And so now we are not married together anymore, and he lives in Melbourne with his new husband. Um, And it kind of came up, though, when I've been learning more about crypto and tech and, and education and because it, it, it does kind of have that kind of secret tone to it, you know, like what is going on um, at the same time, I wanted to have a space to, in order to um, help give back to my community and specifically at, at queer individuals. Um, and because the queer communities in general internationally go against um, the status quo for anything, we just have to adapt and change and be creative. And so, um, but also Wellington's a bit quirky. So um, I like the name Secret Secret Club because it feels very inviting, but also like, what is you know it's like you know if you're in you're in yeah. <laughs> that's it um but being secretive but not really because all yeah. it is yeah. is we look at this thing okay how do we support um creative individuals looking at tech um and looking at business and to empower 
um, our queer communities, immigrants, um, refugees, um, uh, Wahine, um, and, and Maori in particular. So, yeah. So that, I mean, that sounds awesome. So tell us more. So what I've seen so far is that you're kind of setting up kind of queer um, shared working space. Is that right? Is that a good description? Tell us. Tell that, us. That, is, that is correct. And so, and it came up really because um, my flatmate actually had the studio before and there was a change in lease. And so, um, and so he kind of messaged me and he's like, or I came out, I was like, hey, do you want to take over the lease? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so, excuse me. And so I was seeing it once before. Um, and it's strange, it was very coincidental that it came up too, because um, I was putting together and managing a co-working space on Johnsonville. And so, uh, but I still looking at it, wanting to be able to help our community out in particular, because we live in queer world. And so how do we find these spaces? And, and um, so I'm like, this is a really good opportunity and how cheap it is. Um, within central Wellington and knowing that there's only like two gay bars that there, you know, for any queer identified queer spaces. And outside of that, there is only um, um, sports, you know, and there's some other activities, but really there's no central place at all. Um, and there's no place really to how to help um, or gather more larger events um, in a non-alcohol, non-sex you know, um, area, yeah. and um, that fe- it can feel like a safe space and to congregate um, or to teach business or entrepreneurship or creatives because we always have to think outside the box, but it's how do we work together? And so this will finally give us those capabilities in order to support our communities um, even further. And, and to me, I think it's really important to keep it affordable considering how um, the uh, price of Wellington is the cost of Wellington is quite high, and when you look at queer people trying to come together, Wellington is the queer capital of New Zealand. Oh, sorry, Aotearoa, queer capital Aotearoa, and um, but we're going to get priced out, you know. So and we had to figure out well, what can we do, and I saying well, it's also a super creative area. So how do we help empower individuals going forward and and get connected and get networked and provide them the resources that they really need to go for yeah that's great it does sound very exciting so um so you've got the space you've got yep. the lease on the space yep. and so can you describe kind of what you imagine it to look like yeah. who might be interested in kind of using this space and yeah yeah so the, the space itself is it's it's a studio but they keep this in mind so um it's not your traditional co-working um co-working area and i come well, I grew up in a, with background working with cooperatives in the United States. And so I keep on thinking like how to apply that for, for communities and for businesses, because um, I just not rather have this top down approach, this hierarchical approach. I rather have community. Um, and so uh, leading into this. So the space is one giant, it's a giant room. It's um, it, there is a breakout room for um for meetings and then there's two kind of lofts for storage. So you could turn one into a meditation area if you wanted to, and then there's a kitchen in it, um, but super tall ceiling. Um, it used to be the telecommunications um, office for the Japanese consulate. So it's decked oh. out completely to the brim of, of, of tech. So we're like, you know, security and everything. And so, um, but it is an earthquake prone building. So um, that will have to be strengthened um, or renovate or knock down, like they're saying 2024, 2025, something like that. Um, but take advantage of it while we can, <laughs> really. So so the idea along with it is just um, because it's a creative 
studio, um, I look at it and saying, how do we create a membership base um, as a safe space as well, too, and um, providing it so you have access to, to the space itself. Um, there's only so many people that can be part of that. I needed that in order to track COVID um, and keeping as part of an app, so booking systems, things like that, um, for dedicated desks. and. Um, but again, it's collaborative, and so I am offering a blank space, and it's really up to um, the um, our, our community really to put it together how we want to be and how do we want to express ourselves and and use the space. Um, there's a lot of co-working offices within Wellington, but I tend to find them extremely sterile and not really um, inviting. They they provide you the basic materials, but I don't find character in it. And so I'm like, well, that we can, <laughs> that we yeah. can help out with. Immediately <laughs> so, supply that. That's it, you know. So I'm like, I mean, here I am wearing a Pikachu hat as part of my brand, you know. So, and it just like throws people off, you know, like what is going on? Um, and but it keeps it real. It keeps it fun and keeps it real. And so the thing is, is I just want to be able to support community coming in, um, offering spaces. So there'll be hot desks, there'll be couches, um, and there's dedicated desks that people can have if they're going to be working um, long-term on, on a creative project, or maybe they're after work, maybe a side hustle thing that they're working on, but it's able to utilize that space best we can. Um, and then being able to use it as um, providing workshops and education. So I provide um, business mentorship anyway, like for MSD. And so I can apply that for here and provide those workshops. Hey, because a lot of times um, creative individuals may not have the networks of connections that they have, like accountants, um, or uh, so it's we can get them connected and I can provide that and the stepping stools um, and um, to get them the education that they need. So it kind of brings along everything that I kind of do. Like I used to be a lecturer, so boom, I can add the provide that, I can provide the resources, the networking, um, co-working, uh, just everything really, yeah. 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 And in particular, are you looking for, is it kind of a space for people who are kind of uh, creative and you kind of described particular yeah. areas that yeah. maybe yeah. people are involved with, but they might want to use this space? Yeah, I tend to, I tend to focus on um, three areas, which is going to be um, creative, creative arts, um, looking at tech. And so that could be um, individuals who do IT or VR, um, looking in the crypto realm, um, and then using, um, excuse me, using and business. And so the entrepreneurship side, because it's always a side hustle. Um, and we're always trying to find new things and leave it to, you know, the queer community or anybody really that are actually feeling pressures of society is like, how do we make ends meet? How do we do things? How do we express that? How yeah. do we but of course, it's capitalism being capitalism. We, got, you know, so, um, but it's providing and, and looking at business um, overall. So that's, that's the three areas I, I look at. But again, looking at queer people, looking at Maori, looking at Latina um, and and immigrants. So, oh, it sounds like yeah, it'll be a buzzing space by the sounds of it. Oh, I'm excited um, for it. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Just get in and throw everything in that I want, you know, so, um, and to see it happen, yeah. it's, and it's really just a providing, facilitating a space for it to happen, and um, I showed I showed somebody else um, who has the, um, the Wellington Therapy Rabbits, and oh my gosh, it's so cute. Like, I'm like, I, you know, all office spaces, I want rabbits <laughs> I'm jumping around. But it, it was, it showed, he's like, I, you know, he came in and you could see how emotional he was just because, and he's Maori too, and saying 
how much this kind of space is needed, how we're feeling very neglected from society and ignored, uh, not having a space to go to talk about, having a space um, to feel welcomed and safe, you know, and to develop these, um, and just wanting to constantly give back to society of, of like the skills that they've learned and how to support one another, you know. So, so to me, it's um, it was is a, a place that was um, that's been a long time coming, really, it's been a long time coming, and now it's just kind of getting going. Um, and the resources that I put on TikTok, and I'm like, I was like shocked at how <laughs> how quickly viral it got. But like the the people coming out of the woodwork to provide support, you know, for and oh, support great. for insurance or support for um for internet, you know, all the queer communities saying, hey, let's get this going. How do we support this um, and expand yeah. it? Then so. Hmm. Yeah, I imagine it to be very popular. And you kind of touched on a few things there about why is it important? Because obviously, like you say, there's plenty of kind of shared workspaces or shared spaces um, yeah. around the city and so on. So why is it important to kind of have a bit more of a specific queer space? Yeah, I mean, we always want to find and work with people that we know and we can relate to, really. And when you're coming down to um, like I, I feel really privileged to be living in Wellington that I can just be myself and not really have to care about um, how I look or what I do, where a lot of the rest of New Zealand or, or Aotearoa, you, you do, and it's, especially for young queer people. And so when they come down to, univer to, um, to the city here, you know, expecting a lot. And so they might have university, but once you leave university, where do you go? You know, what, how do you do? And, and I've always wondered this for like the past eight years of living here, it's, it's I've always asked the question of like, well, one of them, what, what, what's out there? Um, but how do you actually tap into the community in Wellington for the queer community? And I find it a struggle. I, it's really difficult. Or how do you cross paths with people, you know, um, the same people, because that's how you make friends. And so establishing this is really important, um, especially out of um, younger people coming out of university, that there are alternatives other than just clubs and bars, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just the reality because... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're you saying? mentioned. Um, um, sorry, you, I think the connection maybe went a little bit there. You mentioned, um, you know, making it affordable, and yeah. so kind of how how will it be accessible in terms of affordability and also, yeah. you know, physical accessibility and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, financial accessibility is super super key. I mean, we have to think of. Um, looking at at the space of yeah, I mean, I'm running, making this as, a, as it has to be set up as a business, and so, but again, it's affordable. So the amount of people that come in is going to really matter matters to this. And so, um, and so I look, it's like okay, um, how can people get into this space for free? And so, how can they create events so they have community connections and find one another? And then you look at what can be done digitally. So people that can't access the space um, or if they're in another another city um, and then how do you access the space for um, like short little students that you want to come in and out of and versus long term. So um, so when I look at it, it's like I, I'm literally giving cheap like $20, $30 a week saying, hey, that but that's a, that gives you access and membership into the space and everything that it provides. Everything is a hot desk. You just you can have um, advantage of it. Um, but it's kind of scaling it back where like the co-working space is going to be 150 250 dollars a week. It's just inaccessible. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, um, is it, yeah, is it um, paying for privilege? Yeah, because it is kind of getting that club status, but it's really important to create a welcoming and safe space for everybody yeah. that comes in. And um, 
so yeah, I was looking at having that that kind of twenty thirty dollar round, and so I'm finalizing that, and then seventy dollars for a desk. But that means it's it's yours. You get a, you get um, preferential booking. You know, everybody kind of works around that. Um, and key um, key access to get inside. There's um, and then um, but we have lists in in the building too, so people who are disabled can also come in and, and access it. Um, when we opened up for workshops, providing. Um, workshop um, membership as well. And so say, oh, you just want, yeah, so you want to be able to go in and to the events that are in place or maybe a business or, um, but not necessarily having to like constantly be there all the time. And so that's um, a little bit dabbling in and out and then having, uh, but my main goal with it is to get it digitally. And so those workshops and events that either we put on ourselves or anybody in the community and the collective, um, and providing to give back, we can record those, we can put it up digitally. And so anybody that's whether in Invercargill or, or you know, Dunedin or Hamilton um, that needs to have that connection can actually have it. And when they come down here, they have a way in to go and visit and be part of it because yeah. they're already feeling this. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. awesome. How do people, if they're interested, um, uh, how do they get in touch? How do they find out more? We're, bear in mind, this show goes out on the, will be broadcasting on the 13th of March. Right. So I think you might have an open day, but it'll be. Yeah, I'll be past that. Yeah. So since it just started up, I have been, um, so we've been in some open days so we can just come and see the space and what it offers. Um, the, the main thing is going to be my TikTok account, to be fair. Um, okay. I posted on Facebook, but um TikTok is at scout underscore NZ and it shows you the yep. process and putting in um, some building the website right now. And, uh, but it'll be, it'll be, I'll get that up and running soon, <laughs> but right now it's Facebook, tic, mainly TikTok um, to get information yep. and seeing visually seeing it. So, and um, cause that has links to, um, to registration forms and signing up and, um, but then okay. posting on Facebook. Oh, great. Well, we'll put um, a shout out on our page to your TikTok page so yeah, that, um, um, yeah, people can find out more more that way. Yeah. Um, so that sounds very exciting. And I'm kind of an interested as well in, so, so this has been, this has come alongside yeah. um, you also having your own podcast about yeah. Wellington or what it's called, I think, What's Out There. Yeah. Um, so tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's funny how that, that came up because um, it, it's this constant struggle of again trying to find my place in Wellington as, as an immigrant and my friends here, um, and particularly out of COVID and so much has been changing and so because when we open up back to the world, um, people are going to be coming in here and they're going to be curious and. Um, at least for me, looking at lockdown and since lockdown, so many developments have happened within the central city and the communities or have formed. Um, so this is more of a curiosity. Um, and I feel not able to get out of Wellington as much, too. So trying to make the most of what the city has to offer. But it raises that question. It's like, well, what, what actually is, what's, what does Wellington offer? <laughs> so what's out there? And I love exploring. So um, so my TikTok kind of follows that. I, there, I, um, there's a slide up in Roseneath that is incredible. Um, is the best views of the city. Well, it's, it's huge. So, um, so I kind of we dive into that. So uh, I got together with a friend of mine, um, Arzu, who's um, originally born in Pakistan, lived in Geneva. Um, her dad was part of the United Nations. She, she's here. There's another 
friend who's British and, and who, who worked with me in the past. And, um, but we, yeah, all together um, is asking that question of what's out there. And so, uh, so we've just been throwing out, um, asking friends to come on, on um, at different people within the queer community and um, interviewing them, chatting, ask, you know, the saying, well, what exactly? So it's, we want to learn these things, but we want to help, you know, so we, we, we get to see it and just have fun with it because uh, we like talking and, and ask people about this. And we le learn a little bit of secrets that um, different locations within the city um, that we didn't realize or things we find out that we want to go and check out. So we talk about it. And and just keep it fun, really. Just keep it fun. So tell us another tell us something a secret that you found out. Oh, then oh, oh, oh my gosh, honestly, there's there's yeah. so many different places. Okay, I need to think about this. Um, there, a lot of people come up with food food places. Um, Mabel's. I was so if it's gonna be food, the Burmese restaurant that came up that's brand new it is incredible. It is so good. Um, so that's a location. There is, um, for secret artwork, I would say, if people didn't realize, um, if you have not been to Moa Point, over at the end of it, when I used to live out in Moa Point, um, we walked by uh, with my neighbor one day, and he, he looks up, and he's like, there's a Moa on the side of the hill. <laughs> We're like, what? <laughs> so, and somebody put um, cut out this massive, um, this massive cutout of a Moa and painted it black, so it's silhouetted against the background. And so I, I love that little area. Um, there is some, um, oh, some people are really straightforward. They just want animal cuddly time. So like stag lens, you know, um, I yeah. looked at camping and thinking there's a place out at Morrison's Bush in the Wairarapa uh, that is next to the river. There's Kanuka trees out there. It's an hour and 15 minutes away. You know, so it was like nice. I never knew about it. So I'm like, okay, nice venture into the Wairarapa and check out and, so that's some small, small snippets of, oh, of nice. hidden so, places around. So if we, yeah. um, so if people want to check out your podcast, what's out there, they'll hear all about these. All about it. Your all adventures. about it. Yeah, there's some some interesting adventures that come on to <laughs> come on to it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. we do talk about um, our struggles with Wellington and where it's going, and it's. Uh, but what also what we want to see, you know, what we want to have. And but it's fun, yeah. We're on we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, um, and just kind of ticking along each week and having fun with that. So, yeah, it's a good time now. And so, but yeah, we, we but consistently every time, almost in every show, we do ask the question of like looking at queer spaces, and our frustration comes up heavily within it. So, um, and then that's when this opportunity came up. I'm like, I can't not take it up. Because it's, it's just kind of like the universe is just kind of like putting it in your feet. So it's like, okay, you're talking about it. You think you're so good. Here you go. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, I can, this will be fun. This will be fun. So I think it yeah. will be. And yeah. it sounds, and like you say, it will kind of evolve with the people that want to get involved with it and kind of, you yeah. know, the community bringing the life, bringing yeah. life to it. But in your mind, um, if you were thinking, what are you hoping it might kind of look like in a year's time? Like if we were chatting again Ooh. in a year, what will that space be? What will it be? Um, what are your hopes for? I, I hope to really establish the Rainbow community in Wellington more strongly um, and together. Um, looking at it as the place to go to as, as a hub that's actually supportive. When people are coming in, they're traveling like, hey, how do we get into Wellington? How do we meet people? How do we hang out? How do we... that 
that being the space for it, but also as as an avenue of of change makers to make make this country a better place and the city that we live in to be a better place, knowing the creative arts and entrepreneurship that has to support people. So I'm really a, a stronger community is what I'm what I'm after because that's what we all need in the end um, is is a community to work together to move forward, uh, particularly with climate change, particularly with um, COVID and <laughs> the housing crisis, you know, so, um, yeah, but that's, um, but that's, that's one of my things, like, you know, everybody in the space has their own entrepreneurial, um, aspect, and so, and one of mine is, I have my own brand called Rat Race Kingpins, and, um, it's me learning about, um, NFTs and cryptos, and so I've been, um, working on converting all of Wellington's properties into NFTs and giving them away. So, uh, which is probably going to be over the head for a lot of people on the show listening to right now, but um, but mainly what it means is is associating the properties to crypto, and um, creating a digital um, representation of the properties so we can start using that for the future and building blocks. And so, but you know what? I'm just going to have it as queer led because <laughs> you know because <laughs> if our flat can buy the, the, the house off us and it's worth more than the actual house, you know, then, then that's a win. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And the complexity of what you're talking about. Yeah. Definitely. For, you know, there's a whole nother podcast. In itself. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I am hearing more and more about that. So uh, yeah. that probably is a whole other podcast. To well, it sounds like you have to into our space to one of our workshops. And so you, you can um, get your head wrapped around it and, and educate That'd yourself, be great. you know, of, That'd of be great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What would you want and, to do um, for the space? Say that again. What would you like to see for the space? Oh, I guess um, for um, I guess if I was thinking, you know, about our radio show about Quilted Bananas, and I was just chatting to you before we started the interview about the history of Quilted Bananas as a as a radio show, and it was a while ago called the, the Lesbian Radio Show. And so I guess um, maybe that you know, kind of what that kind of space might look like for Wahini. I guess yeah. um, I, I guess that would be uh, a bit of an interest of of mine. Um, and I, I, and I think, um, I mean, you know, I'm not particularly kind of creative or kind of an entrepreneur, but I do love podcasts. And so I Mm -hmm. think kind of a space where, you know, around exploring that, you know, meeting new people, being able to kind of, you know, interview new people, chat to them about their experiences, their lives, um, that kind of thing, I think would be, um, yeah, would be, would be great. Well, we have a meeting room. You can join with us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's yeah. awesome. And so, yeah. is this actually is the space open to? You've talked about you know entrepreneurs and and, yeah. and so on. Is the space open to community groups as yeah. well? So I know yeah. that yeah. there are you know a lot of queer community groups. Absolutely, that are absolutely. That's a huge, that's a huge focus of mine. To, yeah. Yeah, so because I'm looking at the schedule of how to make sure it's accessible for the groups, because then looking at saying every Monday night is a queer night or you look at the weeks or something like that so that people know what to expect and having and having the queer groups having a finally a space they can really utilize um, to meet whether hang out to me that says free. You know, because that's that's giving back to the community um, and going there and, and using it um, is really necessary. Um, for those groups, but also looking at how to make it like, yeah, I get my flatmates who works in government, they just want a third space without having to go into, you know, thousands of people, you know, into the offices. And so this is a more intimate um, 
space, well, even for uni students, saying, hey, you want to work together, the queer people, it's a safe space, here's your network to a lot of other people now, you can just chill. So it's not necessarily just a co-working space, but it's a it's a co-working community, yeah. really. Um, yeah. In the sense of like a li- going together, it's like a queer library, I guess, you know, so, yeah. 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 That sounds great, actually. <laughs> nice little hub. Well, yeah, well, thank you. It sounds um, it does sound very exciting, and it'll be great to check back in with you in the future and see kind of how it's going. Um, I don't know if we if you mentioned actually literally where it is. Oh, you may have yeah, done, but it's on, on. It's just off of Willis Street. It's on Four Bond Street, and so where Pandora Bakery is on on Willis um, near Kathmandu Outlets um, on that corner, and it's just above Pandora Bakery, right above it. So that building, and then there's a, there's a whole new, even on Bolt, uh, sorry, um, um, on Bond Street, there's a new, um, it's called the Ye Old Pinball Arcade. No, Ye Old Pinball just, Shop. Just saw that the other yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's right next to it. <laughs> I'm like perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice location. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, considering that you know S and M is going to close down probably in the near future, you know there's there's a there's another loss of a queer space. So like, how do we re retake these and have it? Because yeah. otherwise, it's just going to continue to um, dissolve, and we don't have enough spaces in in Aotearoa at all. Um, so we need to, and we need to have it in Wellington. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, best of luck with it all. It does Thank sound so great. Much. And um, yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on um, how it's going and hopefully we'll be popping in there at some point. That'd be great. So, We'd love to uh, see you in there. Yeah, and anybody else listening to the show, you are more than welcome. Come take a visit. Come check it out. Come check out my pot. You know, my um, my TikTok is the easiest way to actually visually see what's kind of going on um, and listen to the podcasts, you know, and find out what's out there. <laughs> so... <laughs> that sounds great and we'll, we'll, we'll put some links up on our page awesome. ah, and I always do ask um, yes. whoever we've spoken to if you don't have to think about if you haven't got one off the top of your head that's fine but um, if there is a song or a piece of music or something that we could play following this interview you can just email it to me and let me know okay. um, but if you if you want to pick a song then we'll um, play that after the interview Ooh. Um, anything by Little Nas X pretty much oh Okay. Yeah, not necessarily his straightforward. I'll send you. Hold on. Yeah, send me, send me. I'll you send choose you something and send, send it through. You. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I have um, I I've been obsessed with it. If you've been obsessed with it, then that's the one we should play. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks cool. for your time. Well, thank you so much for this. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Oh, and that was um, Scout there talking about uh, creating some uh, more sh- queer spaces within Wellington. So um, good luck to, to them and the um, office space that they're creating. We have put a link on our Facebook page so you can see more about that if you're interested in uh, getting a bit of um, getting a space there at the Secret Secret Club. Uh, it looks like it'll be a great fun and very productive space. <laughs> so um, we'll just play uh, the song that Scout chose there as well. So um, that is this is uh, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Don't you do that Say you wanna meet 
say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. I like this, I don't like that. Do this here, don't you do that. Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. Say you wanna me, say you need the validation. Tell me that you think you on top your last creation. Word on the block is you fell off and I'm just saying, if it ain't no town road, little Nazi ain't playing, nigga. Just stick to what you best. And I suggest make another one like this. Huh, yeah, oh, I know it hurt your soul to know it was only luck. Huh, if you drop a song, nigga, we won't give a fuck. No, I like this, I don't like that. Don't you do that Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah I like this, I don't like that Do this, yeah, don't you do that Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Use a meme, use a joke, been a gimmick from the go All the things that you do just to get your face to show Oh, you think you big shit, big pimpin', let me know Ain't the next big thing, you the next thing to go Now, can you prove yourself, everybody wait on I'm just being real, spend somebody hate on I don't see you lasting long, and that's just me being honest Even if your album okay is flopping, that's a promise, so I like this, I don't like that Do this shit, don't you do that Say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah I like this, I don't like that Do this here, don't you do that Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Ah, you are listening to the Quilted Bananas radio show on Access Radio this morning. You're here with uh, me, Karen, and doing our tech is the fabulous Debbie this morning. I was so busy listening to the music, I didn't actually take any notice of when the song was going to finish. Um, So we've got uh, about 20 minutes left of the show this morning. Um, Debbie, do you want to hear about a... uh, bright pink church called Gloria. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so um, this uh, is another interview um, from somebody that I met, well, virtually met this week um, via some friends who had uh, been and still are traveling down on the South Island. And they, um, well, on their travels, they um, visited a church that has been painted bright pink inside and outside and is now called Gloria. Um, And so I was intrigued by um, what this was all about um, because they sent me some photos and it looked absolutely amazing. So uh, I contacted the owner of the church and um, had a chat with them this week. So this is, uh, sit back and enjoy this. This is um, Sam who has... um, bought this church and is now developing it into another um, queer space. So uh, have a listen to Sam and talking about uh, the Gloria Church. Um, yes. Great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, thanks. So it's Sam, isn't it, you say? 
Yeah, and um, thanks for getting in touch. Yeah, no worries. So, um, Sam, I don't know a huge amount about um, what it is that you've been doing, but I do know that I've got some friends down on the South Island at the moment who've um, been and visited um, Gloria. Oh, have they? Yes, they have. Cool. So this is, and then I've um, from there found a newspaper article about you, and um, but I wonder if yeah, if you could tell us a bit more about tell our listeners a bit more about um, what you've been the exciting project you've got going on down on the South Island. Yeah, well, um, I ended up um, in in Greymouth on the west coast uh, because I. Um, I couldn't afford to stay in my hometown of Wellington anymore. I, and I, um, so I, you know, like many of us, start looking further afield and um, came upon this falling down church um, on the edge of Greytown in a little, a little um, settlement called Blake Town on this little spit of land um, uh, right by the sea in the mouth of the river. And um, it had been kind of unused and um, kind of rotting away <laughs> for oh, a few wow. years. And I decided I could um, suddenly, I had this vision where I could paint it um, pink inside and oh, out, look. top to bottom, yep. and then build a, um, a new congregation out of paper mache of sort of um, larger than life parishioners and make it. Um, a sort of church of non-denominational queerness, um, and yeah. So then, so the, oh. you'll have all these um, paper mache worshippers, and then yeah. you know the the gaze of Aotearoa can um, uh, uh, um, make pilgrimages to Gloria and ah. kind of just um, sort of bask in the queer spirit. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And um, you've done a great description there. But I've also seen, and we will post some pictures on our um, Facebook page for the show, so uh, the, the Quilter Bananas Facebook page, because the photos look amazing. So like you say, it it's, has been painted inside and out, bright, bright pink. Mm -hmm. um, tell yeah. us more about and, yeah, what it I looks mean, like. Well, the, and I mean, the floor isn't done yet. I'll do that at the very end, but the floor will be a kind of, um, you know, a shiny um, and dark enameled pink too. So it's really, I, I mean it when I mean the whole place. Oh, yeah. And, um, and it already, it already just glows. Like the light, the air in there feels like it's kind of pink. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It um, does look awesome. And, mm -hmm. Oh no! Carry on. Yeah. Sorry. And uh, not only, uh, you, uh, yeah. So I, I mean, because there's this. Um, I put a neon um, sign up above the altar saying Gloria, so that kind of helps adds to the, the general glow. And at night time, um, when the light is on, that neon light is on, this kind of pink glow. It's the only thing you can kind of see in the town because it's not a big town, and the church is the biggest building um, in the area. And there's just this pink glow coming out of the um, the big arched windows. <laughs> oh, <but> so, <laughs> I love, so are you uh, living at the church? Yeah. Um, oh. So it's just one room. Um, and so it's very basic. And I've just put a single bed in one corner and a little um, piece of um, plywood on trestles to be my kitchen, which is just a, you know, a toaster and a kettle and a 
um, an electric frying pan. It's actually yeah. um, the best kitchen I've ever had. I really am enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> Just loving living. And have you done all the work on the church yourself? So all the amazing pink. And there's not, it's not just, it looks like there's, you know, some amazing decoration there as well. So have you been doing that all yourself or have you had um, people come in to support I've done you it with it? Most, mm-hmm. I've done it mostly myself, but um, the, the Greymouth community um, has been so enthusiastic. I have to say that I was, I was nervous. I had I had a clear vision about what I wanted the building to be and what mm. I wanted it to be for and how I wanted it to look. But I was nervous about the reception I'd get and the kind yeah. of um, the place that's sort of known for being kind of rough and conservative. And mm. um, but it, it, they've sort of greeted me and Gloria with open arms and. Um, yeah, a real cheerleaders. <laughs> well, that's amazing because I did wonder project. that. So, uh, so have they been supporting mm. you with the, the actual work, or how are they um, getting involved? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Um, yeah. So people come and knock on the door all the time and um, say like, "Oh, I had this um, uh, pink flower from my garden. I, I have a cutting. I thought you might like it." Or, um, "Oh, I, I had this um, pink salad bowl." that I thought might go well in Gloria. Oh, so, <laughs> um, so there's things like yeah. that. Yeah. And then there's, and then other people just want to come and um, um, lend a hand too. So people have helped um, paint. People have helped do gardening. Um, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it's, um, so you, it's, you described it as that you had this vision, you saw the building and had this vision of, yeah, it all being pink and taking it on. And, um, it sounds like you're still working, you know, that you're working towards that. You're still creating the congregation, are you? Yeah, that, well, I, I haven't quite got up to that stage yet. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I've only been actually in the building and working on it since October last year. Oh, wow. And I really wanted to get the, um, the actual, uh, I'm going to make the space um, sort of, I wanted to sanctify, <laughs> queerly sanctify the space yeah. first. And kind yeah. of rededicate it to um, to um, all the floaty people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and and now that I I feel like I have, um, I can start filling it with the the paper mache giants. Uh, so I've made one prototype. Um, I yeah. called her Michelle, and yeah. I um, and then I'm applying for funding in this next round of Creative New Zealand funding. Or what's what's your hopes for it for the future? Kind of what's your plans for Gloria? Sure. Um, well, I I think I think I'm going in thinking it's going to take me five years to complete. Yeah. Um, and during during that five years, I want the community to sort of um, really uh, develop a a good relationship with her and her co-papa and to feel a sense of ownership over her so that mm. I can eventually just walk away from it and the community will look after it and um, the sort of the New Zealand queer community might kind of want to take some ownership of it too and mm. it can continue to evolve um, it, it won't sort of just stay um, static once I've taken my hands off it but um I just wanted to, I just wanted to be a kind of immersive public sculpture, yeah. That celebrates yeah. Um, 
queer people in um, small towns because I like small towns and um, I don't want to have to move to a big city to express myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a great, like you said, Papa, to, to the idea of it. But, mm. Yeah. Celebrating small towns and celebrating queerness in small towns. Um, that's that's yeah. really lovely because, you know, we know that that, it, that can be really we, challenging if we, people get drawn to cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got to find your community. It's totally understandable. But, um, you know, queer people are everywhere. And um, it'd be great if there were um, safe spaces to celebrate um, and find community um, in the countryside. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it does, um, I mean, yeah. like I say, I found out about it because you, um, Gloria, um, because some friends of mine are traveling down, traveling around down there at the moment, and um, so they uh, went to visit, and I think they they um, they did their own kind of uh, pretend wedding in in Gloria. So um, did they? Oh. they did, they did, <laughs> and so they looked like they had uh, they sent me the photos and looked like they had a lot of fun. Um, is that? kind of can you see it being used for, for maybe weddings in the future or quit you know you're obviously encouraging mm-hmm. queer people to come and visit and yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i would i would i, I just want it to be a, um, a, a place for all those sorts of um um queer family celebrations so weddings definitely maybe someone even wants to have a funeral there um yeah. <laughs> And yeah. you know, I've already had um, um, poetry readings and kind of impromptu, um, impromptu, uh, sort of draggy uh, oh, yeah. evenings. Um, yeah. But it will be wonderful to kind of have some more formal um, versions of those things once uh, once she's a little bit more uh, established and kind yeah. of ready to host she's not quite ready to sort of host in a in a proper way just yet. yeah yeah no you'll know when she's uh, when she's ready and um any re- uh, and uh, the, the name gloria kind of is what where did that come from uh a few different spaces i suppose um uh one it's just like the inherent kind of campiness of that name yeah <laughs> um yeah, and then uh, when I was a little kid, me and my brother had this very real community of imaginary friends who um, are kind of still with me today. I still think of them fondly. Yeah. And one of the kind of most tragic figures was Gloria. Oh. Um, and uh, I like to think that she got through those tough times and um, is now thriving. <laughs> Yeah, she certainly is. It does. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome. And uh, I see that you even had an article in the Guardian newspaper. Yeah, it's totally surreal and overwhelming. <laughs> I haven't knocked on. I have to say, I haven't knocked on anyone's door to say, yeah. um, um, "Do you want to do some press?" Hey, hey, I'm yep. doing this thing. Do you, do you want to do some press? Um, it's just I've just been quietly working away, and people have come and said interested it's um extremely flattering and actually quite moving for me and i'm so pleased that folks like it <laughs> i think people will and i think you'll there will it will generate more and more interest um i didn't realize you'd had it for such a short amount of time and what you've 
it looks mm. like you know i've only seen the photos but what it looks like you've done to it in that time um is is amazing yeah i'm having a lot of fun yeah so i'm <laughs> sure it will generate a lot more interest and um definitely a lot of fun um for people in the future and i love your idea about um you know being able to almost gift it back to the community and, and hopefully the queer community that's a real um, important in part the of it. future yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah. um oh so thank you for your time today i feel like um we've only just kind of got a little glimpse of a project that i think um is gonna be definitely developing and um maybe we'll have another chat to you in six months time or something and see how it's going and oh that's a cool um, idea yeah. yeah i'd love to see how it how it develops and um i think i love the idea of having a vision and absolutely going for it and you definitely seem to be doing that well thanks karen thanks for inviting me to to chat today no worries thanks for joining us and look forward to speaking again right. soon that was Sam there, and great to catch up with Sam and hear about the fabulous uh, Gloria. Um, as you could hear, he was uh, very remote when we did our interview, and I think he did have to go and stand at the top of a hill somewhere to be able to get connections. So sorry about um, the uh, wind in the background, but um, amazing uh, project. Do have a look at our Facebook page where there's a link to some um, great photos of, of, of Gloria. Um, we'll play uh, the piece of music that um, Sam has chosen um, for us to play. This it's, I think this piece of music will probably play us out from the show. Mm. So we'll say our goodbyes now. Thank you for listening to us this morning on the Quilted Bananas. Um, don't forget to tune in next week when uh, we'll be here. Not us, but there will be a Quilted Bananas show between 10 and 11 next Sunday morning. So enjoy this very dramatic finale to uh, the Quilted Bananas show today. Kia ora.
The Quilted Bananas program plays every Sunday, 10 to 11am, with news, views and music. A collective of presenters, advertisers, community events and discusses news of interest to lesbians, queer women and non-binary folk. We have interviews about past and future sports and cultural events, politics, films, art shows. The program is sponsored through the generosity of the Rural Foundation. And it plays every Sunday from 10 to 11am on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.